Welcome to the show. This is the Unknown Godcast. Today is Thursday, July 18th, 2019. Is it um, Thursday? I thought it was Friday. Thursday. Darn it. Okay. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Get ahead of yourself. Happy Thursday. Guess what? I have a, I have a, um, a surprise guest ho- a host. Just, no, we have a live studio audience. We we have a live studio audience, and it happens to be my son. So I'm just going to let him say hello. Say hello, Justin. Hello, everybody. I hope you guys are ready for a good podcast today. <laughs> natural. <laughs> He's natural. natural. Yeah. He, he doesn't like to, to, to be a, on podcast. So. We, have, we have a live studio audience. We have Justin and dogs. We That's, have two dogs here, too. They're all alive. So <laughs> anyway, Justin has business stuff to do, right? Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for saying hi. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. This is the Unknown Godcast. We take a little bit of the New Testament, read it out loud, and share a few of our thoughts each day. We've been in the book of Acts. Today we are in Acts chapter 24. So without any further ado, here we go. And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and a spokesman, one Tertullius. They laid before the governor their case against Paul. And when he had been summoned, Tertullius began to accuse him, saying, Since through you we enjoy much peace, and since by your foresight, most excellent Felix, reforms are being made for this nation, and every way and everywhere we accept this with all gratitude. But to detain you no further, I beg you in your kindness to hear us briefly. For we have found this man a plague, one who stirs up riots among all the Jews throughout the world, and is a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, but we seized him. By examining him yourself, you will be able to find out from him about everything of which we accuse him. The Jews also joined in the charge, affirming that all these things were so. And when the governor had nodded to him to speak, Paul replied, Knowing that for many years you have been a judge over this nation, I cheerfully make my defense. You can verify that it is not more than twelve days since I went up to worship in Jerusalem, and they did not find me disputing with anyone or stirring up a crowd, either in the temple or in the synagogues or in the city. Neither can they prove to you what they now bring up against me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way which they call a sect, I worship the God of our fathers believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. Now after several years, I came to bring alms to my nation and to present offerings. While I was doing this, they found me purifying the temple without any crowd or tumult. But some Jews from Asia, they ought to be here before you, and to make an accusation, should they have anything against me. Or else let these men themselves say what wrongdoing they found when I stood before the council. Other than this one thing, that I cried out while standing among them, it is, res- is it, it is with respect to the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you this day. But Felix, having a rather accurate knowledge of the way, put them off, saying, When Lysias the tribune comes down, I will decide your case. Then he gave orders to the centurion that he should be kept in custody, but have some liberty, that none of his friends should be prevented from attending to his needs. After some days, Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, and he sent for Paul and heard him speak about faith in Christ Jesus. 
And as he reasoned about righteousness and self-control and the coming judgment, Felix was alarmed and said, Go away for the present. When I get an opportunity, I will summon you. At the same time, he hoped that money would be given him by Paul, so he sent for him often and conversed with him. When two years had elapsed, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus, and desiring to do the Jews a favor, Felix left Paul in prison. All right, a short chapter here. So Paul was taken before Felix at Caesarea, and uh, his accusers came. They gave their prosecution speech, mm-hmm. um, and then Paul gave his defense. I like the only thing I got to say, the only thing I really picked up on, because this was a short chapter, and I'm not really familiar with Acts, but. Yeah, short, um, just kind of descriptive. But. Yeah, so, but he did cheerfully make his defense. Like, mm-hmm. like. He did it cheerfully, and I think that that it leads into what you're about to say about. Yeah, I about mean, he uh, he he gives his defense, and and he has a clear conscience. He said that you know I have a clear I have a clear conscience before God and man. Essentially, he's done nothing wrong. And it says, where was it? Down in the only thing that they could possibly say was when he said. Um, where was it? Down to verse 21, he says, Other than this one thing, that I cried out while standing among them, it is with respect to the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial before you this day. Which created a bit of a, a riot, I guess, between the Sadducees and Pharisees. Because, this question, because, <laughs> kind of a question, mm-hmm. um, because the Pharisees believe that there will be a resurrection. There will be a God who rises from the dead and the Sadducees don't well actually people being resurrected oh so the the just and the unjust the day of judgment where all will be resurrected and judged Mm. um so the Sadducees did not believe that that I think I'm right I could be wrong on that but I think that's that's what it is um but so that was that was just the difference between the Sadducees and the Pharisees another thing to think about too (laughs) is that um it's not like they had the New Testament to look at. All they had was the um, what they call it the the Quran or the Quran. The Quran. <laughs> that's that's what Muslims <laughs> use. You guys know I'm not a scholar. What do they call it? The, <laughs> the Torah. The Torah. <laughs> the Torah. I'm I sorry. Do, I don't think the Pharisees were Muslims. I'm just. I'm pretty sure they weren't. Torah. But. I couldn't remember the word. But it's not like... Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, to make my point, um, which I forgot what it was, I, there was no New Testament. All they had was the Torah. <laughs> the Torah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> they had the Law and the Prophets. The Law and the Prophets. That's uh-huh. what I was trying to think of. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but that is... The, and that's what Paul says here he says he believes uh in the god of our fathers believing everything laid down by the law and written in the prophets having a hope in god which these men themselves accept that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust right so that's what he's saying yeah doesn't even need the new testament because i mean it hasn't been written yet he writes it (laughs) right and the law and the prophets but those law and prophets they all point to jesus right so he's telling them, no, 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 I believe in the God of our fathers. Yeah. You don't think I do, but this is the God I believe in. Yeah. yeah. So, 
But anyway, the whole situation that Paul's in here just kind of made me think of um, kind of the, the post-Christian world we live in today. And it's, it's really not an exact parallel, but a pretty good parallel to the pre-Christian world that they lived in. You know, there's, there's a lot of hostility yeah. towards Christianity then. That's a good point. And we're kind of post-Christianity now, so the application of some of these texts is, is pretty spot on. And it made me think of uh, First Peter. So here's Paul, who is basically has no actual charge against him. They're all false charges. He's done nothing wrong. He has a clear conscience between God and man. And he's being reviled for what is his good behavior, right? And it just made me think of First uh, Peter uh, chapter 3. So I just wanted to end it on uh, that cross-reference that jumped into my mind there. So First Peter chapter 3, uh, beginning of verse, uh, we'll start in verse 14. Or I'll start in verse 13. Now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Cheerful defense. So I pray that we can we can go out today, have a clear conscience through Christ, be, be in front of God and man, and uh, just know that sometimes we will get pushback mm. for our beliefs. Um, shake the dust. Shake the dust. Be, well, there's a proverb <clears throat> that says that even your enemies will be at peace with you if if you do if you do it right. <laughs> I, 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 don't think, I don't think that's the way it goes, but it's something like that. You're on point today. <laughs> All right. But anyway, I lost my train of thought here. Sorry about that. But anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, you're going to get some pushback for your beliefs. So I pray for boldness and but yet boldness with gentleness and respect. So when you are reviled for your good behavior, it doesn't say if you are. It says when you are. Um, It's better to suffer for doing righteousness, if that's God's will, than for doing evil. Amen. Amen. Brother. All right. So this is a short one. We're quite sure where to go with this yeah, one. Yeah, that was it was a little, little more little descriptive, but that's Maybe that's what I got. If you have 20. any pushback, let me know. Yeah, do it peacefully. Yeah, gently. <laughs> okay. Gently? That's not even a word. It's okay. All right, we're getting We've through the week here. It. It's Thursday, you guys. Tomorrow's Friday, chapter twenty-five. So, God bless. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs> God bless. <laughs>